happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hello, the internet, oh, and welcome to... That's all right. Do it again. Do it again. Sorry, nah, guys. fuck it. We're already in it. <laughs> we here. We here. It's season 232, episode three of... Your Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah! That's right, a production of iHeartRadio. This, well, this is the podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Wednesday, April 13th, 2022, yeah. which, of course, means it's National Peach Cobbler Day. Yes. And National... Boronconeers Day. Boronconeers. Boronconeers. Shout out to uh, the, you know, the Puerto Ricans who've had to fight in the military and were only offered citizenship because of the First World War. But yeah, this is a day to commemorate that. But last week we were talking a lot about Puerto Rico and I think it's important why like, you know, you have these like very nice holidays like and thank you so much for your service of putting your body uh, on the line and you know for our foreign policy aims uh but don't worry about any like statehood yeah. you get second billing to national peach cobbler day congratulations right. no that's uh and you were saying trump was they, they wanted to pass it. this trump killed it yeah. killed it and then Tilted. they they put it through while he was trying to coup the U.S. government. Yeah. So, so shout yeah. out to them. Also, yeah, shout yeah. out Peach Cobbler, too. I mean, I'm not allowed. Love mm. good cobbler. Yeah. The best. Anyways, uh, my name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, B. Um, that is courtesy <laughs> of all my friends from Philadelphia. Call me Obi. 
And hey. also, that that is a Philadelphia legacy nickname. I had a great uncle who was a high school basketball coach whose name was Obi O'Brien. That was like what he was known as. Obi. Obi O'Brien. A little redundant. Also, shout out to John Sabine, who uh, tweeted, we all think the LMNOP is the best part, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Anyways, I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Well, a little bit of daily side, cold brew and a blunt to light, a pair of jeans that fit just right around my bunghole. Shout out to Christy Yamaguchi, man, for that Zach Brown Band-inspired AKA, and I think you're also, we, we kind of indulged ourselves with a little LBJ bunghole. A phone call clip last week so oh, i see what man. you're putting i missed all the good stuff i mean we, that's a pretty main that's a mainstay topic i feel like when you know whenever lbj comes up i feel like we yeah. always have to talk about his bunghole and his bunghole yeah and penis like, jumbo all the yeah. hits yeah well, miles so, we wait, are i'm just sorry but after you saying that you're, that was your nickname does it stand to reason that the character's name is actually o'brien juan kenobi oh yeah yeah, yeah. he's from okay. philly right <laughs> O'Brien one can AB AB one AB one Yeah, it's AB one. Hey, use the force. Let's go to Pat's. <laughs> We're thrilled to be joined by a brilliant and talented writer and podcaster who's written for publications like uh, the New York Times, yes. the New Yorker, yes. the New York Review of Books, GQ, mm-hmm. uh, where she wrote that Machine Gun Kelly Megan Fox feature that broke the I internet. Am she was the co-host of the legendary podcasts Girls in Hoodies and Night Call and the creator and host of the newly legendary podcast yeah. just dropped Heidi World, the Heidi Fly story. Please welcome back to the show, Molly Lambert! Yeah. I'm my own air horn. There yeah. it is. You gotta be. Uh, what's happening, everyone? What's up? It's me, Obi Lambert. Abe, what's up? Yeah, Abe. How you feeling? You got the podcast coming on? Yeah, know? I'm good. Abe, get some hoagies. Abe, go. Yeah, you want to go down some... to Uncle Yugi's? You want to get a hoagie and a cuke? <laughs> cuke. Yeah, yeah. I got some. I got some cousins in Philly. I know about the. You want to oh, go to Wawa go. and get a hoagie? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Still need to go to Wawa. Oh, that's the you, one. You thing. never went to Wawa. Well, no, we might have an East Coast tour coming up. Maybe uh, the Wawa Wawa tour. Yeah. Where we're just doing New Jersey and, and Pennsylvania. We wow. might hit up some Wawa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Molly, you're back and uh, you've taken the world by storm with episode one of Heidi World, the Heidi Flesh story. What's good? Let, let's kick it off there. What What are you learning? What are you teaching us about Heidi Fleiss? Uh, episode one is out, and it is about kind of the 1970s in California and kind of sets up the whole story. And Can I'm I drop stoked. the the bomb about her dad, who, who her dad delivered sure. to, unto us? So her dad was like a famous kind of uh, pediatrician from the Valley. And not the Valley, Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Sorry, Very sorry. Different. My bad. Sorry, he's not from here. He's not from here. You know. Yeah, he's, yeah, not you know. he's not anyone eight. He's from. He's I'm from trying to offer him protection. I feel with that bad. Take. Go back to Wawa, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he delivered 
Leonardo DiCaprio onto this world. It's true. He delivered so many famous children and also non-famous children. Just everybody in the world has been hitting me up to be like, he was my pediatrician. That's so my, cool. My friend's pediatrician. Heidi Fleiss's dad is the just like that was that pediatrician, huh? Was that, that dude? Yeah, and he was had he worked out of this craftsman house on Hillhurst that was then a weird ice cream place pretty recently called Ample Hills. That somebody oh, yeah. sent me an amazing story about how that was like an a scam kinda. The ice cream company was like a a VC scam. <laughs> oh really? Kinda, yeah. Another Heidi World never ends, is what I've learned. Is right. that uh there's never not a new thread to pursue in this it story. Like, yeah. I mean what what's dope about the show is like it's a history of Los Angeles and like you you just like dig into so many cool threads that I would there's not a human being alive or dead who I would rather hear tell that story. Oh, it's you, thank you and then a distant second. Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> well, yeah. he's he's mentioned a lot of times on the podcast because he's made so many movies about the history of L.A. Basically, that a lot of things come on up and also go on down. Sorry, we share a character with Licorice Pizza, John Peters, who played by Bradley <laughs> Cooper in Licorice Pizza and is played by John Daly in Heidi World. <laughs> Hell so. Yeah. Get ready for the extended yeah. Los Angeles multiverse. The multiverse oh, yeah. of madness. <laughs> what did <laughs> you, you think will. of? I thought the Bradley Cooper performance in Licorice Pizza should have been nominated. Yeah, I thought like, it was great. But you know what? John Daly's going to beat him. Yeah. John well, Daly's going to beat Bradley Cooper at being yeah. good at playing John Peters. <laughs> so. There it is. Where's Bradley Cooper's uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers joke bang? That's right. I think about that song, the John Daly Red Hot Chili Peppers parody song constantly because there's a part oh, yeah. where he goes, shopping go, go, cart go. escalator. Good, good, good. I think of good, 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 Glendale. Every time I hear that word. That's where the shopping cart escalator is. Good, 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 Glendale. So yeah, Bradley Cooper should have won. My friend Max, who's also in the podcast playing Yvonne Naj, Max Silvestri, Says uh, Bradley Cooper is trying to win the award for the most acting. So <laughs> we have John yeah, Peter best, most. played by John Daly but doing that, even more. That's one of those performances and, that I like is detrimental to the movie because once it once it happens, all I can think about is like, what when's he coming back? I want, I want more of that. <laughs> Where the fuck is and, this guy? Well, everybody in Heidi World is like that. Everybody is a maniac. Every single one. So. Yeah. Molly, let people know, because I think a lot of people, like, they they know of Heidi Fleiss, the Hollywood madam, probably ends right there if if you're not super engaged with it. Or, like, it was, you know, more of a a big thing in L.A. for sure back then. But, like, for people who, you know, know about L.A. and sort of vaguely know, what what sort of, like, what are you going to pull out for them that is really going to, you know, I guess, have them see something different about Los Angeles or, or this era? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just about how L.A. is such a small town and how people all know each other in these ways that you would not expect at all, necessarily. Right. Which is uh, what everything I like is like. It's, a lot of it's kind of like um, Hal Ashby's shampoo is very much about that also. Just like, uh, yeah, how how L.A. is like, it seems very vast and sprawling, but it's actually, there's like just 10 people and we all know each other. <laughs> right, right. And Miles exactly. and I are two of them. Yeah. Right. We and are I am not. Yeah, but when you go to Philadelphia, 
Oh shit! Right. They throw I've you also a parade. Never lived in Philly, so wow. <laughs> I'm from. So when nowhere. you go, they're like, yeah. "Wow, we're gonna do a special mummers parade just because Jack <laughs> is here." Do you see? Do you right. like all the Philly stuff I'm pulling out? Yeah, <laughs> the mummers, mummers, everything. We're gonna get a cheese, get some water ice too. Yeah. Oh, well, no, the other thing I was going to say, though, is like it is true how small of a town it is. I think, Molly, between you and me and if you added somebody who went to Crossroads, I feel like we could somehow triangulate any person in the country or the, like the fucking world. Almost. Oh, 100%. Like it's, or well, yeah, definitely in L.A. That small town, then like the funniest kid at Crossroads, like the class clown at Crossroads becomes Jonah Hill. Like, you know, like that that small town then fuels like massive global like pop culture. So it's an interesting town. I think he went to Palisades. No, yeah, he went to Crossroads. He went to Crossroads. Oh, was he Crossroads? Yeah. Damn. Look who knows Look who's stuff LA about LA now. now. Yeah. It is Jack. It is me. <laughs> All right, Molly, we're really going to get to know you over here. a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about today. Trump, Do- Donald Trump, who was the president of the United States for four mm-hmm. years, has endorsed uh, Dr. Oz, uh, who's running for a public office. So that that's news because it makes the people on the right mad because yeah. Dr. Oz doesn't have good credentials he doesn't he's not racist enough he's not racist enough he's just sort of racist and he doesn't know how to food shop also he's not he's not as blue collar as uh you might expect uh we're going to talk about how ted lasso is george w bush as the current populace imagines him we're going to talk about sarah palin running for congress against santa claus all of that plenty more but First, Molly, we like to ask our guests, we like to put them on the spot and uh, ask, what's something from your search history? I just saw the movie Bugsy. It's kind of all I can talk about is Barry Levinson's movie Bugsy. The Warren, with Warren Beatty? Yeah, with Warren Beatty. So good. <laughs> saw it at the Los Fields <laughs> okay. 3 as part of a series about movies that show the Biltmore pool. And uh, <laughs> wow. I was looking up a lot of stuff about Bugsy because there's a whole plot in the movie about how he wants to kill Mussolini personally. How he keeps being like, I'm going to kill Mussolini. It's so funny. And so I looked it up and that was 100% true. He did want to go kill Mussolini. He did have his own plot to kill Mussolini by getting close to him. And then he was kind of mad when somebody else killed Mussolini. Wow. The whole town took, took that honor away from him. That's wild. And he, like, the main hook is that he built Vegas or, like, kind of. Yeah, he built the... the Flamingo. Yeah. But it actually, because this is how my brain works, it is uh, very much a prequel to Heidi World because it's very much about who runs Vice in Los Angeles in the 1940s. Right. And uh, Heidi World is about who runs Vice in Los Angeles in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. 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 Man. Okay, Bugsy Siegel really getting I'm get my fucking hands on Mussolini. It's so this funny. Mo- you gotta see the movie. What was like? Because I, I think I, I remember like when it came out. It was like ninety three or something, ninety two or something like that. Ninety one. Oh, ninety one. Okay, so I, I was re- also like, like prime Heidi World time. So it's also like right. of the era. It's a great movie. I'm right, right, right. Now. It's all and I, I talk like, about now. I remember everything going over my head because I watched it as like a ten year old. Because you had just seen Dick Tracy? Yeah. <laughs> you were like, oh, the, is this the sequel to Dick Tracy? Kind of yeah. it is, in a way. Yeah. yeah, visually. But yeah, I mean, like, it's it. 
what was like what was his whole what was his like why was he so passionate about personally offing Mussolini? Because he because uh because he was an anti because Mussolini was an anti Semite and right. Bugsy was a Jew. They're Jewish gangsters. So they were and, and all the time was Meyer Lansky like in the cut being like, I'm good. I'm like Yeah, I'm also Mickey time. Cohen played by I think it's Harvey Keitel in the movie. Mickey Cohen shows up in Heidi World. I think oh. in episode two even, because we talk about the history of the Sunset Strip, which was completely mob run. And in like Heidi World, in the nineties Vice, like who does who are some of the names that Heidi World kind of intertwines with that we would know from the nineties? Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. But yeah. um there's it's some... a lot, right? As we said earlier, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Charlie Sheen shows up and Billy Idol, James Caan, played by Miles Gray here. Hey. Jimmy Caan, baby. <laughs> James Caan, baby. But yeah, also just a lot of people in L.A. politics who you may remember if you uh, followed the O.J. Simpson trial at all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Your boy Gil Garcetti, who's a fail son mayor, Eric Garcetti's fail son father, mm. fail father, <laughs> fail pops, <laughs> amazing All kinds of fun, fun folks. What is something you think is overrated? Overrated, man. I'm gonna really get blowback for this, but queso. I really don't like queso. Mm. Oh, like just like the melted cheese, like the Tex Mex kind. Yeah, yeah. Wait, how come you don't like queso? I don't like the fake cheese. I don't like the flavor oh. of it. Oh. Yeah. So do you like like jank canned nachos? No, not at all. Oh, so you're consistent with it. Like if it's yeah. fake cheese, you're absolute you're off rampant. I'm off. Okay. I see. I see. Do you like cheese whiz? No. You like whiz on mm -mm. your No. Mm. Nah. I'm just gonna keep naming fake Give cheese. Give a probe <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I even got some like vegan cream cheese recently. And that shit was whack. It was yeah, not yeah. Don't good. Do that I could not eat not it. <laughs> don't do that to yourself. I'm don't also like yourself. lactose intolerant, so I could really you you know stand to use some fake cheese, but right. No, I will just. Uh, Overall, do you like? I mean, despite your intolerance for lactose, do you eat cheese though? Oh yeah, I just do it. I just do it and then feel bad. Okay. Yeah, got it. So you got the Nike guts. You just you just do it and deal with it later. <laughs> yeah, Nike exactly. Guts. I was talking <laughs> with somebody. <laughs> Somebody uh, I know was, I told them about Jamie Loftus's hot dog show, and they were uh -huh. like, wow, we have the opposite stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jamie Loftus, our stomachs are completely. You're not downing gallons of milk yeah. and eating hot dogs? <laughs> no, I would die. If I ate what Jamie eats in like one day, it would kill me. And yeah. I respect that so much about her. Cause, uh, I have I mean, on more than one occasion seen or interacted with her when she was dying from eating that, <laughs> eating that shit. So I don't know how opposite uh, you're I was going to say, maybe not for her either. From, yeah, there, yeah, there are times you'd see her it's like, I just drank like a gallon of milk. Yeah, like she like night. shows up to a recording and it's just like, oh. If I drank a gallon of milk and I showed up to this recording, it would be a recording of me throwing up a gallon of milk. Oh, yeah. right. Just, right. yeah, endlessly. Although I did once see somebody throw up a gallon of milk that they chugged for like a, a hazing in college for something. Yeah, college is fun, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, and they said, I think it was like the rowing team or something, some girl in my dorm <laughs> had to chug a gallon of milk. And uh -huh. then she threw it all up and she was like, you know what? It's actually kind of fine to throw up milk. It's like the 
so much better than throwing up alcohol. It's not like acidic in the same oh, way. Oh, it's like a base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Tastes basic. Same, coming so back up. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It doesn't sting. It doesn't sting my throat, my throat <laughs> neck. Now, um, Molly, yeah. surely you like the cheese filling of combos or the cheese filling in Lance cheese and cracker sandwiches, right? No. <laughs> we heard fake cheese. What about cheese and broccoli soup from Subway? Nah. Oh. <laughs> Man, I told you it's a hot, a hot tape. <laughs> okay, we're gonna find some. We'll find something. Speaking <laughs> of the rowing team, like having horrible hazing rituals, Miles, you mentioned your friend like getting involved in one of the. Did it, was this on the show or off, Mike? Where you're mentioning your friend like being involved in some like whack secret society in L.A. Oh no! I mean, he was he he was a Freemason. Pre okay, yeah. You just yeah. call the Freemasons a whack secret society. That's, that's why Jack? I just pull, I was like, hey, I don't know this guy. I don't know about it. Face down in a pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that oh, a my, Sunset right. Boulevard joke? <laughs> High and low. <laughs> there it is. Um, but there is also like because I think the other uh, with Danny we were talking about you know the Masonic Temple in North Hollywood. Oh yeah, Molly. Of course. My friend joined that shit after high school. Because he w- we were like he was so like he's like yo bro I gotta go in there I gotta know what it's like he ended up joining them and then wouldn't tell me shit about like what that what was going on in there. So I had a my f- freshman roommate in college had like joined the business frat, oh, which boy. was not even like a real frat at our school and like didn't what w- was the same like had the same level of like. You know, just wouldn't wouldn't tell me shit and was like so serious and cloak and dagger about this shit. I right. just think that's such a funny like phenomenon of like the rowing team and the business frat, like or, like what happens in the business frat. <laughs> well, don't like, don't tell anyone it. about the podcasting secret society. Yeah, no, well, no, obviously we'd have to fucking kill them. We'd have to yeah. kill every <laughs> single one of our listeners, and that would be very time consuming. Or else we'd have to play. We'd have to play that special tone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh, that that get, puts everybody in a state of mind control. But anyway, that's alleged. That's all alleged. Yeah, Super Producer Anna was saying it prepares you for Bohemian Grove. Oh, you know, we're, you guys got are going to send me and Jamie Loftus to Bohemian Grove. I decided, just like as a. <laughs> I mean, we might yeah take just, some time just off mo- just to lay low. <laughs> just Molly and Jamie go to Bohemian Grove. I no, think, I, uh... like right when Anna typed that, I was like, yeah, why is Molly not? currently working on uh bohemian grove uh, yeah i think jamie jamie loftus and i go to bohemian grove we try to get in yeah and then we probably uh get murdered ritualistically but it 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 is for the good of society because it exposes bohemian grove there you go what is something you think is underrated underrated how about like a room temperature glass of water Mm. sometimes you don't want it that cold Okay. Right. Sometimes it helps. It sometimes it goes down easier. Your stomach adjusts a little bit better because it's not so cold. And I'm not just saying that because I'm drinking one right now and it's right in front of me and I'm looking at it and that's mm-hmm. how and I come improv. up with my <laughs> <laughs> with my answers for this because I never think of one, I never remember to think of one in advance. So I'm just like, what's on the table? Room temperature glass of water. You're Pretty like good. you're like the you're like the Kaiser Soze of Zeitgeist guests. You That's just come right. in. Nobody's you're just drawn from around the room. Nobody's yeah. talking about it. <laughs> I was talking about these podcasting microphones, right? Like that's really <laughs> cool. 
what are, what's up with these cat treats and also <laughs> a bunch of half-empty weed containers? <laughs> Call me Empty Eighth Canister. That's my new name. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, a, I'm personally a cold water bitch. I, I, and I've been told by, you know, my mother-in-law and various yep, uh, people not from America that yep. that water is killing Don't do it. Cold water do is it. one of the worst things you could put in your body. My mom, fucking same thing. Japan, it's like, yo, don't drink that. You need some warm. You need something warm in your body. You put that cold in your body. Now your body has to waste energy dealing with that cold. And I'm like, it's fucking 99 degrees in May. And <laughs> you don't. And, and I'm like, and you won't turn the air conditioning on, mom. So I'm going to drink ice water. <laughs> Shout out to Miles' mom for also being uh, room temperature water core. Oh, yeah. No, oh, she's. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I mean. Her, my aunts, they'll, they'll eat, they'll drink fucking hot water out the fucking hot water kettle. You mean yeah, tea? That's what, like they'll nah. drink tea? I, no, no, they, no, they will no tea, no tea. Straight hot water. Just let me get that oil, you know? Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Loving it. I'm, it's, way too, it's way too much for me, but I'm definitely cold water canyon like you, Jack. Mm. All right. Let's take a quick break. I'm going to look up whether cold water canyon is in the valley or not. It's and both, then uh, we'll be right back. Oh, thank God. Zeit gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify and if you need to learn more check out their website it's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again looking for hardware to make sales easier shopify.com has all of that just go there check it out so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash tdz all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and 
Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back, and Donald Trump is back, baby, and our mouths endorsing Dr. Oz, and this is a scandal Uh, on the right, man. Breitbart is fired up. (laughs) They absolutely (laughs) hate this. Uh, You know, he got, Oz got the coveted MAGA endorsement over the weekend, and this has been a long relationship. You know, I remember in 2016 when, when Trump was running for president. He went on the Dr. Oz show and, and they merely gestured at like a pile of papers. And he's like, and these are your medical records, right? Oh, wow. Strong to quite strong, I would say. OK, next <laughs> point. And, you know, then he was on like the health council for the president and all this other shit. So now he has his MAGA coronation. And like you're saying, despite the concerns over Oz's general viability as a Senate candidate, Trump made a very, very good point to the people of because it's a Pennsylvania Senate race. North Carolina. But yes, anyway, this is him talking up all the good things that Dr. Oz does. By the way, I endorsed another person today, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Dr. Oz. Great guy. Mm. Good man. Good man. Harvard educated. Tremendous, tremendous career. And they liked him for a long time. That's like a poll. You know, when you're in television for 18 years, that's like a poll. That means people like you. But he's a he's a great guy. This is the year we're going to take back the House. We're going to take back the Senate and we're going to take back America. And in 2024, most importantly, we are going to. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Take back the White House. So you heard it there. He went to he's Harvard educated and. Like we also see again very clearly how Trump's worldview what is what it's like, which is, and he was on TV for eighteen years, so that's like that's a like poll. That's basically the same thing. You feel me? You know what I mean? And you know, I think that whatever we don't need to speak to the the, the business uh, machinery of uh, show business, but the GOP's reaction to this is a little bit different than that crowd of unenthusiastic or semi enthusiastic people in the background of that Trump clip. By the way, just real quick, that sounded that sounded small, like to, compared to a Trump. Like that sounded like a normal rally of a he, politician. I mean, people have been saying like just 
visually they're like the rallies don't look that big these hmm. days or hmm. in certain places they're certainly small i mean we were talking about the one in georgia a few weeks ago where it was like a fraction of what it was like a year before i mean a lot of people you know i think this all plays into this idea of what's actually happening with trump's his skill of picking candidates because this pick has has really had a lot of people on the like hard maga side of things like really really upset with this decision because they're like this guy the guy who's like in like the hollywood lib who loves michelle obama's arms and is pro choice and doesn't even live in pennsylvania that guy and they've been calling him romney 2.0 and they all see this as like a recipe for an election day beatdown because he's just not MAGA enough. Mm. He's just picking other famous people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and that shouldn't, and that I don't think that shouldn't be surprising because in Trump's mind, if you went to Harvard and you're famous, what's, what's stopping you from being the fucking king of the world? Right. Yeah. 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 And he, he hates anyone who's not famous. Like, let's be honest. Like it, like endorsing a politician who's like not famous, I think disgusts him a little bit. Like mm. you like hear it in the way he talks about them. Yeah, Oz. I, I haven't really been keeping up with Oz's uh, story since he declared. I know, like when he declared, he said, "You know, we're going to keep the show going." And then it was actually they just like pulled the plug on the show and left every employee <laughs> who'd been working there for thirteen years without a job. But I, I hadn't seen him food shopping. That's like that. That's my favorite detail of the Oz campaign. He like went, so he went. He went grocery shopping to make the point that like Joe Biden is making things too expensive. But he just like was so clueless about how food shopping works. That well, it just, like, all made rich the opposite people. Point. Rich people have no idea how much things. It's like that thing. Like how much can milk cost? Like fifty cents. <laughs> What could a banana cost? Twelve. They, what does she say? Twelve dollars. They just have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. So he he says he goes. He he has a little trusty videographer with him. He's in the produce section. He's like, you know, I, my wife asked me to like come here. Uh, here, I'll just read word for word. Wait, I'm I doing have the clip. You want me to play? Oh, the clip? you do? Oh, yeah. hell yeah! I'll play Let's do it. Let's just play the clip. Thought I did some grocery shopping. I'm at Wegner's, and I, my wife wants some vegetables for crudite, right? So. There's a broccoli. <laughs> First of all, this motherfucker said for crudite. For crudite. Like you're going to have, all right. you having your boss over in 1987 for fucking dinner? <laughs> the fuck are you talking Lots, about? Not a ton of broccoli here. Here's a Here's broccoli. Asparagus. That's $4. Sorry, just real quick. Carrots. He he picked up a single, like, Head of broccoli, piece of, yeah. like the small, I've never bought a tiny little thing of broccoli like that. He's like, that's a ton of broccoli. That's for the crudite. <laughs> yeah. He says for that's two bucks. He does. He does. He does not realize that produce is sold by the pound in this case, and is uh, doing the tabulation by like he thinks at each unit is the price that it says next to it. He's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> right? Like, okay, so now he's looking at bagged carrots. That's four more dollars. That's ten dollars of vegetables there, and then more carrots than anyone has ever needed. Guacamole. That's four dollars more. Okay, sir, that is not guacamole. That is <laughs> an abomination. Like Put that shit back. Oh, man. Yeah. She loves salsa. Yeah, salsa. Fresh there. salsa. Six dollars. Must be a shortage Six of salsa. Dollars. Guys, that's twenty dollars for crudite, and this doesn't include the tequila. I mean, that's outrageous. Fuck fuck out of here. Okay, Oz. hold up, hold up, hold up. He's blaming Joe Biden for, for grocery stores costing a lot. 
Uh-huh. Yes, that uh-huh. was the whole point of that hair-brained fucking junket at the shop was to be like Byron's really not got got any of this shit under control. I can't even have crudite with my salsa. wife. There must be a salsa shortage or this something. Is- Six bucks. That guacamole and salsa he pulled off the shelf, that was violence. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That salsa, I'd never seen something that was less salsa, and that guacamole, I'd never seen yeah, something be less guacamole. What kind are we talking about? The kind yeah. where you have a single piece of broccoli, like 15 pounds of carrots, uh-huh. and then salsa. <laughs> and the, the fucking grossest, thinnest, like, wood pass through a sieve guacamole that you've ever seen. Wait, hold on. You don't y'all don't do crudite where you dip your raw asparagus into guacamole. <laughs> I like to dip I just like to dip a big broccoli into like some some lukewarm water. That's how yeah. crudite works. <laughs> one broccoli. So yeah. you got this one broccoli, that's two bucks. No, it's not. He's making sir. like a he's making a, a Seder plate. He also does is the first person to try to go food shopping in the First of all, you don't just like go to the grocery store for five things, but like he he's in the produce section. And he's like try filling up his hands. He doesn't know that there's like baskets you can get. Presumably, that he has never. He's an alien walking in a world that he does not recognize. Yeah, and complaining yeah. about the prices. It's wild because you know, like that's that's how you know. Again, like the reason these people lose touch with what shit costs is because you get to a point where you have so much money. The cost of shit doesn't matter anymore. Like yeah. your income is far exceeds having to consider what the cost of anything is. And you have like assistants and shit that just keep your shit full. So you're like, I, mean, I don't know what the fuck anything costs, bro, because I can afford everything. And they just don't go to the store. Yeah. Right. Oh. They haven't no. been to the store. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you got to go to like if you want to spot a celebrity like at a store, maybe you could go to the Gelson's on Laurel Canyon and Riverside, potentially. I saw Lori Metcalf there in 2002. Right. If rich people shop for themselves, they go to Gelson's. It's yeah, true. Exactly. I saw Danzig once at Gelson's. You did? <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> so you could catch Lori Metcalf. Lori, Lori Metcalf, Metcalf or Danzig. Danzig. These are the celebrities. Yeah. Or Jessica Simpson's ex-assistant that's now married to Donald Faison. Yeah. What's her name? Kaylee? Casey, yeah. Casey. Or something, I think. And that's not even counting the tequila. Which this man clearly doesn't is not drink a lot of tequila, but it, there's like this profile of Oz that I read. Like the New Yorker did a profile of him, like in the early days of his show's run, and it was kind of approving. It, it was like he he actually is like a good heart surgeon, but it was also like you know he's just clearly super hyper focused on like becoming famous. That's like the only thing he cares about. But I remember specifically one of the details was that, like, he did not eat food. He ate these, like, green, like, like solid nuggets of, like, vegetables and, like, protein that were, like, mixed together. And he carried around in a, like, Ziploc bag just because they were, like, hypernutrients that would, like, get him through his day without, like, you know, crashing because he was doing, like, 5,000 different things. But he's... He has not gone into a grocery store and bought the same shit that he was picking up there in maybe ever. No. Yeah. And also, based off of that, they should just run ads and be like, yo, this guy can't even fucking party. Like, <laughs> he has tequila, loose asparagus, broccoli, <laughs> carrot sticks, shit salsa, and shit guacamole, and it's a party at the Oz house. Mm-hmm. This is your senator? That's no. ridiculous, guys. I mean, yeah. Yeah. 
It's a poor performance also. <laughs> not a good actor. Well, I'm not buying That's it. what, I mean, that's the hard part is like, all he had to do like was just say, like complain like Trump does, but on TV. And he's like, that guy, this guy's got it. All he has to do is be like, oh my God, the prices are out of control. But I think this also speaks to the platform that a lot of the Trump selected can't like Senate candidates are like, because I just have to play, I, I have to put our attention on Herschel Walker again, because this guy is beating Raphael Warnock in the polls in Georgia. And he has it. He when he speaks, he says the most unintelligible shit. And I just want to give people like just just to have an idea. He said this in terms of like what his I don't know, I guess we're seeing what his grasp is on like energy policy in the United States. But I just want you to hear this. Won this seat uh, in that runoff race against Kelly Loeffler, Uh, as you know, top 10 lists of the most likely to flip in November. Tell us what changed. In the last 14 months since Warnock won that seat. You know, what what has changed is where do you start? You know, where do you start at? What has changed is, uh, you know, we've got an administration that, that, that they're not leaders. They're almost uh, they're, they're waiting to they're more reactive rather than proactive. And what I mean by that is, you know, one of the first thing they did, and I think people need to know this, is they decided that they were going to give up our energy by him oh. going out, giving up our energy. And now we're not energy independent anymore, which started the whole downfall right now. Gas prices is going out of the roof. OK, I just wanted I, that's all I just want people to hear, because we Giving gave all our energy. energy away, you know, and that. And so I, and please vote for me for Senate, where I will be deciding on things like your fucking human rights. OK. <laughs> that was for, I, that was me. stated goal. Number one, give up all the energy. Yeah. Of the of the Biden administration. All right. Well, that's depressing that he's beating Warnock. But well, I mean, and how can you blame? I mean, the, you know, we're looking at people who. Like, we're looking at a Democratic Party that didn't do shit that they said they do. So it's like, uh, yeah, he's not wrong about that. Based yeah. off what? Like, hello. Mm. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. And so there's this New York Times article over the weekend that was like, basically the point of it was like, man, it was fucking scary to have Donald Trump as the president of the United States of America. So it's... I think the title is something to the effect of like Trump was trying to pull a Putin when he like with his maneuvering around Ukraine. It's the advisor who who has been like the primary Ukraine advisor on Fiona Hill. Fiona Hill yeah, for multiple presidencies and just keeps getting ignored as, as she tells the presidents what to do. She recalls a good moment where I'll just read a direct quote. This is the Trump thing before we move on to Bush. He'd see a picture of a leader that he liked, and he'd want it sent to them through the embassies. And when we'd read the articles, the articles are not flattering. They're quite critical. Obviously, we can't send this. But then he'd want to know if they'd gotten the picture in the article, which he'd signed, like, for instance, with Macron. Emmanuel, you look wonderful, looking so strong. (laughs) It's just amazing. But the thing that caught my attention was they they kick off the article with a brief anecdote where she tells Bush and Cheney that it's a bad move to welcome Ukraine into NATO. And then this happens. Cheney took umbrage at Hill's assessment. So you're telling me you're opposed to freedom and democracy? He snapped. He abruptly gathered his materials, walked out of the office, and then he's just yanking your chain. She remembers Bush telling her, go on with what you were saying. Now, that doesn't like for some reason, the thing that that made me think of like that is Ted Lasso. (laughs) That is a line from Ted Lasso like that. (laughs) 
couldn't be more like if Dick Cheney suddenly appeared in Ted Lasso, but like that, I feel like Ted Lasso is part of the public desire to forgive George H.W. Bush or George W. Bush for the Iraq war. Like, I th- I think they, because it's like all the things, the, the way that Bush is like an energetic little puppy who can speak human words and give you fun nicknames. And you like, that's how people want to think of him now. And you have to like push right. to get to the part where he's like actually a war criminal. But like, so I was recently attempting to watch Ted Lasso again. I'm over two at this point, but like he, I, I feel like that is what this is. Like he's he goes to like that during the Bush administration. There was the character in Love Actually, where I think it was Billy Bob Thornton plays like a cowboy president who's like a fake tough guy who like goes and like tries to bully the UK prime minister, and then Hugh Grant is like the stand-in for Tony Blair and it's like wish fulfillment. He like tells George W. Bush to go fuck himself, essentially. I feel like this is like trying to correct that wrong by like sending George W. Bush, like the football coach, over to charm the British and like (laughs) win them over with like pluck and optimism and just like positivity. But right. So the article, like the next part of that article, so the president's like, ah, he's just yanking your chain. Like, go on with what you were saying. Like, I'm I'm here to listen. Uh, and even later in the thing, she's like, at least he was kind and polite and listened to me. <laughs> he just ignored the fuck out of everything I said. But that so the very next part of that article is, but the president seemed confident that he could win over the other NATO leaders, saying, I like it when diplomacy's tough. Ignoring the advice of Hill and the U.S. intelligence community, Bush announced in Bucharest that NATO should welcome Georgia and Ukraine into the membership action plan. Uh, Hill's prediction came true. Uh, Everybody was fucking furious. NATO ultimately issued a compromise declaration about how both countries would become members. And that still hasn't happened. And being vague where it's like, well, we don't we're not going to say when, but like just trying to both sides of the thing where like it didn't even have to go down this road. Right. But just as she feared, and this is late, uh, skipping to a couple sentences, as she feared the carrot dangled by Bush to two countries, each of which gained independence in the dissolution of the Soviet Union in 91, did not sell, sit well with Putin. Four months after the 2008 NATO summit, Russian troops crossed the border and launched an attack on the South Ossetia region of Georgia. Uh, Though the war lasted only five days, Russian military presence would continue in nearly 20 percent of Georgia's territories after the West's weak pushback against his aggression. Putin then set his sight on Ukraine. So it's like Bush has this, you know, just unsinkable, you know, we're we're just going to spread democracy. We're going to get over there. Fuck what the analysts say, you know, like that's that's just negative thinking. That's the you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. And that's this is where it lands us. Right. Well, you know, it's it's like it's like we're going to spread democracy, but, you know, uh, going to get more people to buy arms by doing shit like right. this, yeah. you know, getting inflammatory. And then I hook the homies up with the defense contracts. But, yeah, man, I love diplomacy, man. It's so, right. Shit's so hard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we all do look at him as like our eccentric, like painter uncle now. Like like it seems like so many like the 
<laughs> when people talk about him like on mainstream television, it's just like, oh, look at George. It's as like soon ignore... as Trump became president, people started yeah. being like, hey, remember the other dumb guy? He was a different kind of dumb that we somehow like better now. And guess what? No, he wasn't. He's a fucking idiot also. And right. uh, very useful one scarier in some ways because he I think so yeah had that kind of like harmless people thought he was harmless in this weird way right but meanwhile like Darth Vader's giving him a neck rub in the Oval Office I mean he's like a dummy he's a dummy and uh clearly Dick Cheney was the real president right but you know what Dick Cheney's probably still the real president so (laughs) (laughs) well that's the thing that's why I've always kind of been like man I I feel like Dick Cheney's the scariest motherfucker out of all of them but I'm like why why are they how come he's not stepping in to protect his daughter the GOP's just fucking crip walking all over her and I thought he'd be like he'd be like nobody's doing that to my list I know he doesn't give a fuck yeah I know he's just like I already got mine fuck yeah Dick Cheney cares about one thing and that is Dick Cheney (laughs) yeah it's like let me shoot a guy and be out of here yeah but I mean, comparing the type of horrible president dipshit between Trump and Bush, like, I feel like there's no way Trump could have gotten away with starting a war with, like, no actual intelligence there, both because of his inability to, like, be friendly with the intelligence community, but also just because there's, yeah, like you said, Bush has that, had that, like, demeanor of like harmlessness and you know just people giving him the benefit yeah aw shucks and he was like kind of the perfect front for a truly sinister openly sinister uh dick cheney to like you know do some wild awful shit anyways this is where uh ted lasso needs to go as as a plot we need to see that he his actions have consequences and we need to see him cause the deaths of lots of people in my opinion (laughs) i think that it's the only way to redeem the show personally well you know do you watch that show well we'll stay wishful i watched the first season no i don't i don't watch the show i was like i mean i get it was it's easy to watch because it's so like pleasant but i'm too fucked up and cynical as a person to watch that shit and get entertained you know what i mean like, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a darkness of like that is isn't present enough for me to keep staying engaged. I need I need my comedies a little mean. I think. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Right. I'm a reformed bully. It's so, not like really. It's just yeah. yeah. It, when comedy's a little is too nice, is too gentle. I don't find it funny then. Yeah, and but again, I think that's the difference. Is like it's I don't watch it. I'm like I'm having a terrible time watching this. It just doesn't quite you know, resonate with what I think or what makes me like laugh out loud. But I mean, I watched it mostly because I you like, know what? It's also I like football, isn't it? Whatever you think about the show, I really haven't seen the show. It has the most annoying fans on Twitter of anybody. Yeah. The Ted Lasso fans are so mean. It's actually kind of hilarious. A friend of mine wrote like a not, not even a slam of the show, just a like, hey, it's good, but maybe it's not going to like make people nice, <laughs> you know? Right. And the fans were like, fucking kill yourself, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they really, they you really took those lessons to heart. bitch, how dare you say this about Ted Lasso? It was right. crazy. And then like, their, oh their bio are all like Ted Lasso quotes about being kind. Yeah, it's just fucking <laughs> insane. Wow. 
All right. Well, should we catch up with Sarah Palin? This is this has been a very right wing heavy it's just, episode. It's uh it's two thousand five again, turns out. Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck. I mean, this is you know, it's not it's more just an interesting face off of people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know who I'm pulling for here, to be honest with you. Everyone right. sticks around forever. Yeah. So on the one hand we have Sarah Palin. And on the other hand, we have somebody named Santa Claus. Yeah. So this is for a, is this right? This is Alaska's one house seat? That, how, how does Alaska only have one house seat? Because it's just so big. Some, like, what I think probably relative to the population. Damn. Yeah. It, it's the biggest state by far. But anyways, Alaska's house seat. Because it's, it's at, yeah, it's at large, right? Yeah, it was held by the same dude since 1973. Don Young. He was in the process of running for re-election, uh, passed away in March, Don Young. And so there's going to be an open primary vote in June where Alaskans can vote for any candidate across parties and the top four will then run off. Uh, and just immediately everybody was started run, lining up one one candidate was good friends with the guy who died and he was like oh i'm really heartbroken by the timeline uh on the other hand vote for me i've been waiting for this moment for my whole life but yeah and he's also like he's like consoling like his widow and shit at the fucking funeral he's like oh, i'm so i'm so heartbroken girl so you free later tonight <laughs> but one of the candidates uh is sarah palin but another one is an independent bernie guy literally named santa claus wow he, what Happens to be a city councilor in North Pole, Alaska. He won that role with 58 votes because that's how small North Pole, Alaska is. But he's literally a dude who looks like Santa Claus. He's the real his, Santa Claus. Is what changed his name to Santa Claus, presumably after pushing Tim Allen off a roof. Yeah, as you do. Yeah. You know what's crazy is yesterday, I know it's not anywhere near Christmas, but yesterday it just occurred to me for the first time does Santa mean saint and he's Saint Claus? Right. Yeah, I think, so. I think it's but something like, like that. But then who's Saint Nick? You he's know what Saint I mean? Nick. But I think it's a, I think he's been telling us all along how fucking cool he is. And it's a cipher for Satan. Right. Oh, like, isn't it? Oh, yeah. The same? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Sure. Oh, yeah. I remember that church lady bit. It's I'm, also, I'm it's that. like you would think, you would think the devil would live somewhere hot. Yeah. But the mm. devil, the devil's always got tricks. And below. That's mm -hmm. right. This motherfucker so the on the North Pole. Below zero. Life below zero. The show I've, Alaskan prepper show I've been watching to fall asleep every night for months. Do you watch Alone? I keep hearing about Alone. No, I don't watch Alone because honestly, I like the ones where people, I like Naked and Afraid where people have to work together and don't mm -hmm. want to. Where it's right. like two preppers and, and always the guy is like, I don't need anybody. And then it's like they have to like huddle together for warmth right. or they die. Please, sir. Please. But alone, alone is good too. I, I've been watching Life Below Zero, which is all these people that like go off the grid to live in the bush in Alaska. And I don't know why. I just find it really calming because I'm like, man, I'm glad I've got hot water. Yeah. Right. Is it, and is it maybe because like the solitude of it being like, you know, solitary well, it's, life it's, and like it's like half home. of them some of them are families and it's like half of the people it, it's a split it's like some of the people are native americans who are 
like living a traditional lifestyle uh-huh. passed down through through generations in their family. And then the other half of the people are like crazy white guys that don't want to have to deal with like the grocery <laughs> store ever again, much right, like exactly. Dr. Oz. Mm-hmm. Or Bills. Guys that are like, I hate society. Society's always hectoring me. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of weirdos. And there's one woman on the main show that I'm obsessed with because she's like a woman who just like dropped out of society and hates people kind of. And she has like grandkids and she's like, yeah, they're nice. I just don't want to see them that much. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that. Like her family comes to visit her and she's like, yeah, it's okay having them around. They help me do a couple things and then they got to go. Yeah. I don't care for them much. And she talks constantly about all the ways she might die just from being alone in the wilderness. And I find that kind of like, I don't know. It's a good yeah. show. She's like. Yeah, you know, like an ice shelf could fall on me. I could like fall in this hole right here. It's just like I think I think we've established your media diet pretty clear. Like Ted Lasso ain't hitting. One where this like grandma who hates her grandkids and talks about dying alone. <laughs> Love that. It's actually common. Do- that's what's crazy. She doesn't hate them. She loves them. She just doesn't want to be She's like, I got my own shit. There all the time. She's got yeah. her own shit. And and this was her dream. It's all these people where it's like this was their dream was to move off the grid and then they do. Wow. Have you ever been to Texas, tried to travel around Texas? It's 261,000 square miles. It's so fucking big. No, but I was just talking about it with my friend, who's my friend Sarah, who's from there, talking about just like driving across it. It's a a country. And Alaska Mm -hmm. is twice the size, over twice the size. Wow. I would love to go to Alaska. Massive. It is so massive. DZ Alaska. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. The TDZ Alaska. Tour, um, <laughs> where we live from the Mendenhall Glacier. Go from c- city to city, entertaining twos and threes of people at a stop. So, just a little more background on Santa Claus. He was a yeah. film student at NYU. Worked- <laughs> Worked as a bouncer, became a videographer for the NYPD in the seventies. What the fuck? Worked for FEMA and the Terrorism Research and Communication Center. Well, uh, a cab to this Santa. Okay. Yeah. Uh, claims that he warned government organizations and multinational corporations about nascent threats that he has watched come to pass. So I guess he's saying he predicted 9-11. Then oh, became a Santa. monk, had a spiritual epiphany, legally changed his name to Santa Claus after growing a big white beard for fun while living in Lake Tahoe and is a swinger. No, I actually don't know about that <laughs> part, but that, that feels I right. That. Right? This guy yeah. definitely is like... Yeah. Anyways, he's going up against Sarah Palin. He he ran for president in 2008 and 2012. He got 625 votes in 2012. So I mean, he's probably not going like, to win. No, because this is like when when fucking Schwarzenegger won in California and it becomes a circus. And like, you know, you got like Mary Carey is like in the fucking was a candidate, too. And it's just going to be all chaos. So, you know, that's like low hanging oh, fruit. Like any- politics. <laughs> anytime like i'm sure every like gop operative like near alaska was just like okay man i got somebody with name recognition like let's just go santa claus just... is santa claus more popular than sarah Palin? no no he's behind way behind like that's what we're gonna see herschel walker beat raphael warnock we're gonna see uh sarah palin defeat santa claus um we're gonna see donald <laughs> trump beat Whoever the Repu- the Democrats end up running. 
whoever's alive right by the end of the turn. Um, but apparently this dude uses the Santa Claus thing. Like, it, he'll turn, if somebody opposes him, he, he turns it into a news story and everybody backs down. Cause they oh, he's like, oh, so, you, oh so you're against Santa then? He did, like, tie in, he, like, children's welfare is, like, a big part of his sort of overall political stance. So, which is in like, yeah, and weed, which feels like you could be like a like a stealth libertarian candidate. This dude, <laughs> this dude's brand is under underachieving. Uh, a pro weed, pro like, let's take care of the children candidate, right? Who is named Santa Claus and has Bernie Sanders's politics. I feel I'm like telling do you, pretty well. If he if he gets any if he goes higher up in the polls and like he has to somehow interact with Sarah Palin's campaign, they're probably gonna be like, you know, Santa Claus is a child groomer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. so you know. Yeah. And that's gonna be the state of our political discourse in a few weeks, I'm sure. Well, Molly Lambert, as always, truly a pleasure having you. Uh it's truly been a pleasure listening to Heidi World. Um, where can people find you, follow you, hear you, all that good stuff? Well, check out Heidi World, the Heidi yep. Fly story, and the secret history of L.A. airing Mondays on the iHeartRadio podcast network and wherever you find your fine podcasts. Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Molly Lambert and on Instagram at Molly underscore Lambert. Awesome. Uh, is there a tweet or some of the work of social media that you've been enjoying? Yeah, my friend... Uh, Willie Staley started doing these jokes about night water, about how <laughs> the, the water you drink at night, uh, uh, night water hits different. <laughs> I was thinking of night soil. Uh, <laughs> kind of what it makes one think of, but yeah. uh, it kind of started as a joke. He was kind of trying to joke go viral off of off of night water hits different, and he didn't go viral, but then like all of his friends, we all just started kind of like doing it ourselves to see if one of us could make it go viral. <laughs> and then it just be started becoming a meme. And uh, someone just messaged me that they, who, who works for Urban Dictionary, that they made it word of the day on Urban Dictionary is Nightwater. They made Nightwater a word oh, of the shit. day on Urban <laughs> yeah, Dictionary? Yeah, they made it word of the day. And they said, Here, here's the definition. Nightwater, the water you drink when you wake up in the middle of the night that tastes like it came from a mountain spring blessed by God himself. <laughs> Dude, that night water really hits different when you're thirsty at 9 a.m. <laughs> at 2 a.m. Oh, I was going to say 9 a.m. Sorry, I said 9 a.m. because it... Uh, well, it's all relative. Night like is relative to everybody. But anyway, yeah, that is uh, thanks to Bijan who messaged me and said, film librarian Bijan said they made night water word of the day. So... Shout out to the uh, false flag night water meme movement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are, we're seeding a meme. Miles, where can people find you? What is a tweet you've been enjoying? Find me at Miles of Gray, Twitter, Instagram, other podcasts, 420 Day Fiance, other podcasts, new podcasts, Mad Boosties, Jack and I's, and I said NBA, NBA, N basketball NBA. podcast. Uh, we got Roy Wood Jr. on this week, so tune what? in. It's just a fun time. I love basketball. saying Mad Boosies. Isn't it fun? Oh, it's, I love it's easy. Saying... It rolls right off the, the lips. Um, yes, some tweets that I like. First one is from at Maggie on Mars, tweeted the, uh, tweeted the, you don't owe anyone shit 
mentality that passes for self-care nowadays is so whack. We owe each other a lot, actually. <laughs> well, that's I feel that on some levels. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you can't just reduce it down to fuck everybody self care. Um, and then Lucy Huber uh, at CL Hubes tweeted: Rich teens on TV are always talking about how rich they are. Yeah. But I went to a private school with lots of rich teens, and they don't do that. They say something like. Oh, we have a little place at the beach, and then you go, and it's a 20-bedroom <laughs> mansion that Chef Boyardee used to own. <laughs> Chef Boyardee. Facts. That's very Chef Boyardee Castle. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right next to the Hearst Castle. Let's see. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, tweet I've been enjoying. Jay Turner, DDS, uh, tweeted... I'm a dentist, and I graduated with 68 other ones. I've met even more in 13 years as a dentist. None of us has been asked shit about our opinions on toothpaste. <laughs> so don't believe, don't believe Colgate. Don't believe big Colgate uh, when they tell hey, you. Hey, 9 out of 10, dude. Yeah. Those which dentists are you asking? 9 out of 10 people who are technically dentists that work for Colgate or people agreed when we put this in front of yeah. them that it was chill. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Uh, Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? Oh man, uh, let's do let's do a track by Swindle or this uh, uh, UK producer and. London vocalist Green Tea Peng and it's called What More and it's a dope track it's like psychedelic soul-ish track um, you know I like what they're doing out in the UK with like this sort of soul psych kind of uh, genre and man the snares on this fucking break your neck I'm sorry mm-hmm. but like I like when you hear a good snare this one's this one's good so this is What More Swindle featuring Green Tea Peng P-E-N-G what was the song you recommended off of uh, Rosalia's new album? Um, oh, so many. Uh, Saoko, the first Saoko. Holy yeah. shit. I finally just listened to that shit. That shit is so good. <laughs> Breaking wow. your neck or what? Yeah. And it also has like a, like, I'm like, is this an homage to the opening track on Elmatic? Because it kind of has that like uh, New York state of mind, like oh, baseline kind of running through it. Okay. It is probably not, but. My limited palette of albums made me think of that. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. Uh, that album fucking goes. I'm sure the one you just recommended really goes. Yeah, but yeah, I am does. slow, so I'm like, I like to take a couple months yeah. to get to Miles' music yourself. recommendations. Anyways, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. But we're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye. See you. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. 
But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. We'll go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.